This episode of Vic's Basement is brought to you by EB Games. Support us by buying your video games at EB Games. Welcome to my basement, everybody. Hey. Hello. <laughs> this. How did people used to do this on TV, live TV? I know we say this every week, but God, it's so much scramble, like, and okay, you never know. Wait, are we live yet? I, feel, I don't know. I feel, Should I tweet it? I feel weird for and bad for every uh, newscaster that's out there going live with their with their. Tel- I guess they have a, a huge infrastructure all set up just they're to fine. do the live stuff. Exactly. No, they'll be okay. And we don't need to go back. It is super fun, though, to, to you know, kind of uh, go uh, live on the wire like this and just yeah, see what happens, right? it's just, fun. Also, Josh Cam is Josh Cam is, is blowing up. Hold on, I, I'm getting some notes and stuff. Can, there's oh, some kind you? of, like, big announcement over oh. Josh Cam. Oh, it's, oh, a it's your voicemail. Voicemail message. Okay, never mind. Okay, Josh, it wasn't for right you. Right there, sorry. everything's good. <laughs> How, how's everybody doing out there? Remember that you can uh, follow along. You can ask us questions on the uh, Vix Basement uh, page, yep. where you can watch this episode. You can also yeah, the live stream page. And there's also we're also on live stream with this thing as well. So if you want to ask uh, Josh, who is following along there, um, you can go ahead and do that. I'm tweeting out so that more people can uh, join us right now. Yeah, I was a frantic. I didn't know uh, when it was happening, so I just my last tweet was pretty vague. But we're live right now. We are it's live. So yeah, the week's been really busy. We saw a movie last night. Do we do we work backwards today? Do you want to work backwards? You know what I think. What we want to talk about is um, because it just it's opening today. Even though we saw it a million years ago, is uh, Neighbors. Oh, that was uh, a long time ago that we saw that. Right, from uh, Seth Rogen and uh, Zac Efron. Efron Taking off their tops. I watched the whole uh, movie. And I had totally forgotten what Zac Efron's name was. And I had to turn to, who was that, oh. who was that young fellow? Oh, I, yeah. You're like, who is that guy? Who's that young fellow? <laughs> who was that young fellow? Because that's how you see. He, he was quite good, that young fellow in the movie. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, yeah, sometimes these guys uh, make me feel so ancient. Some- he, I know. God, because I feel like forever ago, he was in High School Musical. And my cousin was showing me this thing that she loved. Yeah. And uh, now he's just all grown up and... Taking off his top, and he's the new, he's John Stamos now. Yeah, you said that. And uh, explain what you mean by that. Oh, well, John Stamos is a very attractive man. Okay. He just has to smile, and he just makes women melt everywhere. Okay. Um, uh, We're making a a lot of dudes that are watching this. Well, he was Uncle Jesse. No, I mean, even to men, I'm sure everyone can recognize when a man is beautiful, if you're a guy or a girl. Right. Right? So you can recognize he's a good-looking guy. Often people tell me how beautiful I I am. Well, exactly. And you have men coming up to you and telling you how beautiful you are, so you know. (laughs) It's just Jose. It's just just Jose. (laughs) So you know, I mean, you you recognize he's an an attractive man. That's fine. But they're really playing off of how attractive he is in the movie. Like His shirt is off a lot. And he was game. He was uh, ready to have some fun with this. Yeah, it's and a so good movie. We should preface. It's right? really funny. Yeah. I feel like, uh, well, Seth Rogen is very good at making stoner movies. No, yeah. um, he he loves catering to people that love to smoke yeah, the we, ganj before they go in. We couldn't really get into all that on the on the show no. review, which is airing today. Well, no, because we, we don't have to like, worry about people getting about offended. Talking about drug use and you know, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's it, everybody's getting baked for the whole damn the, movie. The whole time. It looked I like mean. they shot some of it in Vancouver, <laughs> which kind well, of fits could've. with the uh, the getting uh, yeah. The, the Stoned, uh, oh, for sure. And this is a great like weekend party movie. Like if you're taking your girlfriend and you're going to smoke the ganj before you go, but this it, is the movie. Uh, what was cool about it is that it works on a bunch of levels because Rose Byrne, who plays his wife, and yeah. Seth Rogen are a couple of, uh, you know, 
they're fuddy duddies, right? They're married. Yeah. They're a married couple that's had a baby, yeah. and they're dealing with uh, getting older. And, yeah, because uh, it's tough. And, and having a real job and, yeah. and all that reality and raising a child and being good parents. And then yeah. these uh, college punks move in beside them and they immediately have envy for their uh, beauty and their youth and their I sense know. of fun and, and, and adventure. And they well, want to fit with them. They don't want to be the old Well, I get it because we don't want to let go of our youth, right? Like we yeah. never, I mean, you and I can definitely attest to that. We don't want to let go of our youth. We're playing video games all the time. Like that's the job that we chose to have. So <laughs> look at your face. <laughs> That's the job we chose to have. So we don't want to let go of it. So, of course, they don't want to either. And then just having people around that are into whatever it is that young people do, they want to do that too. Well, you know what? I mean, this is a a pretty wider, it's a wide conversation because we're in this era of never letting go of your youth. I know. You know, we're in this era of... uh, uh, constant celebration of all the things that you are uh, sort of exposed to as a child. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of these superheroes and video games and comic books yeah. and action figures, all that stuff. It, like, I, I don't think I'll ever let go of any of that stuff, but it is different, right? I mean, it's a different time. It used to be that you would become an adult and you'd start thinking about mortgages and settling down well, and I think we're smoking still a pipe to. and reading the yeah. paper on the weekends and <laughs> knitting and shit like that and like I think I, Jones still does that I think does Jones he, does that he's yeah. knitting right now he's, he's, he's actually knitting. he's away on a knitting uh, <laughs> at a knitting camp he's gonna come back he's knitting gonna, workshop he's gonna bring us sweaters when he comes back it's gonna be he, great it's gonna be amazing yeah. six arm sweaters and things like that well no you're right we're going back to the superhero um, everything really we're now never we're growing about, old anymore no never. Well, nobody really wants to I mean look at I always <laughs> my example always is Courtney Cox because what why is she doing this to her face right I don't know right like the Botox thing that's a thing yeah Botox is happening all the time it, like aging just scares the hell out of us or are we just appreciating that we can stay young at heart and young in mind and young in spirit well, and enjoy this stuff forever no that's why I love I, I love my mom like that's exactly what she embodies like she when I talk to her she's like my sister she's my friend mm-hmm. she, I don't look at her as this older lady she is she's so young at heart she yeah. is just like me but just 20 years older and that's I mean that's what I love about her she'll never do the Botox thing and, and so I want to aspire to be like that as well, like not worry about, because it's tough too, because you, you know, you, people look at you, I put makeup on every day for the show, and yeah. like you want to. Oh, I know, girlfriend. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, you want to be, thing, I, I know. work all day on and this And then you thing. start, like you want to always look like that, or always look like whatever it is that you made yourself to be yeah. on screen. And so when you leave that, I don't know, it kind of, it, it hurts a little bit. Like you, you, you want to keep that forever. Uh, but you know what's great is Seth Rogen takes his shirt off as much yeah, as uh, Zac does. Efron does. And I, then you see the, the full bloop right next to the, the chiseled. Uh, the poorly the fella. <laughs> and he's just, it's so funny. I love he, it. He's just so, how he's not insecure about it. But what is it with the, with the Franco affiliation? They, like Dave if, Franco. Yeah, if James Franco's uh, not available, they throw in, they slide in another. Like, I are really like Dave. As many Francos as there are Baldwins? Uh, no, I think no? there no, not as many. Uh, or Hemsworth is, is. I think just as many Hemsworth is. Uh, yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, but no, I really love him. Yeah. Like the Franco brothers in general, fantastic. But Dave, I think is a little. He seems a little less crazy. Right. James seems a little like he's very artsy, kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen his Instagram feed, but it's a little strange. You know what it is? Oh, it's the it's the ganj. He's been hanging out but, with Seth Rogen. Well, yeah, I mean they they're buds. 
they like to, it's fun. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But I don't think it makes people crazy. Like I don't. I'm sure that's not what. What's funny, Josh? Well, people should go see this movie, he, though, right? <laughs> don't you think? Can I? Yeah. Yes. Um. So, we went to see it on Wednesday. Uh-huh. Yeah. And his grandparents, Seth oh. Rogen's grandparents, mom, sister. Uh, oh, they were all there. They were all there with us. So what? when there were there's scenes that he's completely naked. naked. Yeah. We were actually just laughing at how much that was bothering his parents. <laughs> so did I don't they, know if I was supposed did, to tell that. Did but. they stand up in the audience or something? Or uh, no, we well, you just well, knew. No, we knew because yeah. uh, we have they people had. that work behind the scenes on putting all that yeah. stuff. How cool! Yeah, though. You really do see him fully you, naked. You do, well, except and, for his penis. But uh, God, I'm so proud of that dude. You know, like yeah. a lot of people would have burnt out by this by this point. You know, they would have sort of had their fame and that would have been it. But he com- keeps he coming knows. up with clever slants on these kind like he was worked with Barbara Streisand he's played a superhero well, that wasn't a good movie no I know but he is consistently relevant you know yeah. and I don't know what it is like Will Ferrell seems to be struggling to keep his currency and uh. Seth Rogen I have a little more faith in maybe it's because he writes his own stuff and he produces his own stuff and he has this well he has a writing partner that he's always yeah. with yeah um, and that's fine. It, what is it, Goldberg? Yeah, Evan Goldberg. Yeah, Evan Goldberg. Yeah. So he's always with him, and they kn- they know their audience. They know yeah. their audience, and they will, and they never stray from that. They'll they look at how they brought in a younger audience now because they brought in Zac Efron. Yes. And um, Dave Franco, like they're they're bringing all these guys in that young people will relate to. And I mean, I don't really like that they're. I mean, the things that they talk about in the movies aren't really great for young people. But I mean, they're they're getting older and they understand these things. So I can't protect my little cousins forever. They start selling dildos in the. Uh, they start the selling frat. dildos. Like there's full on dildo <laughs> craziness in this it's movie. It's pretty nuts. I, so I, I they really. That. I mean, it's it was definitely a flip of the switch. Like there is objectification of women in this movie, as there always is. But there's also objectification of men. Yeah. Uh, I feel like yeah, even more, more so in this movie. There's more dong than uh, boop. There's more dong than boo. Yeah. Okay. You can put that on the poster. There you go. If you want movie studio. <laughs> it's more dong than boob. But uh, the best casting in the thing was uh, Rose Byrne. Rose Byrne, yeah. You know, and that's gutsiness because A, she's, uh, you know, not known as this comedy giant that they're going to throw her in. But also, they kept her as uh, an Australian woman in this. Yeah, of course. And they didn't really, like, do some crazy, silly backstory to, to say how this... Well, American no, slash in, Canadian guy. They, she was an exchange student at the university that they met in. But it was, it was great. Fine. It, it made sense. Really worked, right? It did. I uh, I don't know how long this comedy thing is gonna last though. With just the off the cuff, not really a script there. There's like a loose script, and they'll just go back and forth, and yeah. it's fine. But I feel like it's happening too much now in right. movies. And uh, there's a saying, and of course, I'm not gonna get the saying right, so I'm not even gonna bother. But when try. no, try. It's not gonna happen. Don't but get it right, when, but try. That's our motto. No, but when a comedy Comedy, when it seems like the actors are having more fun than oh, the yeah. audience, yeah. like it'll just it'll never work. Right. Like they need to. It needs to seem like they're working to make motto. us laugh. Oh. On the show. <laughs> when we're having so more it's fun than the audience. <laughs> no, but so it, I feel like that's what's happening. It was a good movie, and we've now. been getting a, a bunch of good things to enjoy recently. We've been seeing good movies. We've been playing good games. It feels we like we're in a, good movies, in a yeah. good swell of uh, content. We're not coming away uh, swearing and embittered and grumpy about all the stuff that we're having to... We drove out to Richmond to see the movie that we saw we last did. night. We did. We drove is, out uh, to Richmond. Which was uh, in the suburbs here in Vancouver, so that was uh, that was a bit of a trek, but it was it worth was. the trek. It, uh, yeah. yeah, it was. You're and right. you'll well, find out next a, week. Oh, we can't even say what it was about? Fine, whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, come we, on. I, I don't. I think we're embargoed. I. Who knows? We saw it early. I never know what these know embargoes, but it, we've been having a good time at the movies and having we a pretty good been, time. We have been. I've been eating too much games. popcorn, but it's fine. Yes. We need to cool it on the popcorn. We got the uh, the Vita Slim in yesterday. We just reviewed that. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. And that um, felt good. Uh, should, I, should we spoil? I guess if they're if they're tuning into the podcast, you're very if special you, people. If you don't, yeah. If you don't have a PlayStation Vita, yeah. then go out and get the Slim. It's but if cool. you already have a Vita, then you don't need to get the Slim. The LCD basically. versus OLED, the screens. You all know what we're talking about here. It's noticeable, but the LCD, yeah, uh, it looks great. It still looks great. It looks. It looks it's a, you know the Vita is a powerhouse machine. Yep. It's got a great processor. It's got great graphics capabilities. There's mm-hmm. some really fantastic games on there. Mm-hmm. Not enough AAA. I would like more Uncharted uh, type experiences on this thing. But uh, you've got a deep library of PSP, deep library of PS1, deep library of PS Mobile stuff. Uh huh. If you've got a Plus account, then you're golden. Totally. And Luft browsers. And Luft browsers. And Ollie Ollie and Spelunky. Absolutely. You are good. That's the end. The 200 bucks, I haven't really dived into Borderlands 2. I've seen like mm-hmm. 10 seconds of the, the game in action. Looks pretty good on the video. Yeah, the, the only thing is that if you played Borderlands 2 already mm. on a console, then you're not going to really... I mean, it's a scaled-back experience. Yeah. So, But it's portable. Still, That's what yeah. happens when you go portable. Yeah, you can truck around with it. Okay. It's pretty rad. So, yes, we enjoyed the Slim. Mm-hmm. Uh, we enjoyed P... Uh, oh, MLB 14, the show on the yes. PS4. That's looking mighty fine. I, you know what? I, I, yeah, I love this game. And yeah. I tell people that I love this game. And yeah. I'm, I'm sure this is going to happen to you. You're all sitting there with glazed looks on your faces going, who gives a shit? Baseball. I don't care anymore. I swear to God. And I, I think that must be the challenge of these sports game developers. Be, because they know they have the crowd that already buys it every year. Yeah, of course. But how do they get people to care about this stuff again? Like, if anybody walks into the room while I'm playing NBA 2K14 and sees that on TV, they're yeah. going to be, on the PS4, they're going to be blown away. It's an amazing game. It's so fun to play. I don't know how and you I, go back to basketball, but yeah. But I feel that way about the show as yeah. well. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, I just don't think that that people care, you know, unless uh, they're huge fans of the sport. They've written off. I'm like, what, Do you guys feel that way? Have you written off sports games? Do they not matter? Are you just like, meh, they come out every year, I don't care or anymore? Is this just, or maybe were sports games what brought you into gaming in general? Like maybe sports games did it for you. And I feel like that's what uh, MLB 14 The Show would do for baseball fans. I yeah. mean, why not? It's It looks like you're actually playing a real baseball game. Listen, like I, you're watching it on TV, but it's on your PS4. I mean, the eyes don't look the greatest, but I mean... yeah. We quibble about the eyes. We. I, I li- like sports. I've played hockey. I've played basketball. I played uh-huh. baseball. I uh, played rugby. Yeah. I, I'm not a like a sports consumer junkie. I don't watch a lot of sports. I uh-huh. got into NBA for a long time and, and NCAA basketball yeah. for a bit. Uh, but it, I could take it or leave it. You know. And if I get yep. busy, it is a priority that comes off the table. I know. It's a leave it when you're busy. I know. But... Uh, in terms of video games, and I don't know how this how much this is true for people watching, NHL on the Genesis was one of the catalyst games. I mean, I can trace back yep. to how EP was born and why this thing, yep. you know, gestated in my brain to become a reality. Thinking about my friends and I, male and female, yep. sitting around watching and taking turns playing NHL and mm-hmm. how accessible that game was, how super, super stupid fun it was. Yep. And it was really important. And somewhere along the way, 
and Scott and I have talked about this a lot in our reviews, is that sports video games have become so intimidating to people mm-hmm. unless they are hyper fans. Yeah, they already know about the sport or they know about the athletes that play in the sport. But yeah. that's, I feel the same way about sports games. I was never into, like, I just got into baseball when I moved to Toronto. So um, before that, I had, I actually got into um, MVP 2005 with mm-hmm. Manny Ramirez on the cover. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even play the game. I would play the mini games, like the pitching mini games and the hitting mini games. And that's how I actually got into it and started to understand the sport itself, which was really cool. And I, I always I always think about those mini games and, and wish that that should be the next thing for MLB, the franchise, MLB 14 or MLB 15, the show, if they could put that in there to have like Pick those little mini bigs. games. Remember, okay. did you play the bigs? No, I didn't play the bigs. Oh, it's so great. Okay, Both Ben and, and Scott bigs. freak out about that thing all the time. All right. But I think the arcadiness, that accessibility yeah, has been lifted a little bit from mm-hmm. these experiences. And they need to return in a uh, uh, an organic way, not yeah. a tacked on, here's a mode where you can switch on and, you, you know, you're really never going to try it because it's... No, but these games are RPGs, so... Yeah. For you to add to your player stats, you should be able to. You should pre-practicing, and why not practice with the mini game? Yes, I like. I love that kind of stuff. Me too. So why not? I know. That's I like that needs. in the uh, in the Konami soccer games that I played. Mm-hmm. All of those training experiences, Evo? yeah. And then, then FIFA started to lift that stuff. I've liked yeah. all of the training and stuff in Madden. There's a lot of back Madden. and forth, yeah. Uh, yeah, but anyways, MLB the 14th show on the PS4. Holy shit! Incredible. I know it's definitely. I mean, if you have a PS4, definitely get that one. Josh Amazing. has a question. Yeah, yeah I have a few. Um, okay. okay. First one for Marissa. Yep. Oh. How do you feel about the Raptors being uh, eliminated oh, from the playoffs? That's from Ray That Ray. was such a heartbreaker. I, I used to um, I used to work at the Air Canada Center, so I always feel for, I know all the people that like work in the little platinum section, and I always just feel so bad thinking about how excited they were and how devastating so far it was. this Canada's ever come. And you know what was so, because I was just in LA recently, and this is when the Raptors are still in the playoffs, yeah. and they get no love on ESPN. No. Literally nothing oh, about on. them on ESPN. The one which is they, it's TSN for a reason though. I know, but it's not but it's not fair. That's yeah. not it's not fair at all. The Raptors were in the playoffs, so give them some love, man. That's not cool. And the refs apparently I mean I don't want I shouldn't say anything bad about the refs, but there was a few calls that oh, definitely should have gone for the league if the Raptors won. I know, it would have been yeah, bad for the league if yeah. the Raptors won, which yeah. is why they didn't win. And that's such that's such horseshit. I hate that because that was the only thing that Toronto had. I mean, the Jays have just won five in a row, which is cool. Yeah. But that's, these guys were in the playoffs. That was so great. Think it was so great. I love what Lyweek is doing with the, the Memphis franchise. Grizzlies. I'm All right. sorry. Okay. Okay. And the Seattle um, fans feel about the Supersonics. Okay. Ah! <laughs> is this going to be the two biggest franchises that have to be in the playoffs? Like, how fair is that? It's yeah. Not, not okay. I'm not. They'll, I'm not cool with it. They'll get back up there. And bravo to the Raptors this year, man. Amazing uh, well, stuff. really, it, um, big big shout outs to Tim Lewicki, who is now um, heading MLSC, like that whole thing. So he's actually, and he's taking down, he's tearing down the Leafs too. He's going to rebuild them. It's going to be. I, I have a lot of faith in this guy. So they're paying him a lot of money to do something good, and I feel like he's already achieved that with the Raptors, and he'll do the same with the Leafs. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Awesome. We'll see what happens. What you Another th- question? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nico has got a question. What, uh, Nico. Nico, um, which franchise do you guys think is bigger, um, Mario or Zelda? Uh, Mario. Well, Mario's bigger. It has a, more of a mass appeal. But I think it's because of the amount of variation 
they yeah. apply to the character. Well, we, you know, you throw them in an have, RPG, and you throw yeah, them in a card game. Yep, and different sports games. Mario Golf World Tour just came out. Like, yeah. he, he plays every sport imaginable with all of his friends. And all the characters, you know all the characters. You can't really do that with Link. No. You know, you can't. I mean, you throw them in Smash Brothers and... and uh, but there's so many other characters in Smash Yeah, Brothers and you too. kind of paint some of the, the other types of games with a little Zelda-esque paint job, but you can't really just transpose that universe to other genres like well there's been a lot of like rip-offs and knockoffs of zelda a lot of things that people take from uh zelda influences yes yes. um but even in because we just played republic or republic and even just the whole like um the whole republic or republic or wherever you're from (laughs) it's either republic or republic um but i really got the uh the Zelda vibe from that only because of you know how you have to dodge the phantoms how the phantoms have a certain oh, yeah, way yeah, of going yeah, yeah, yeah. about um, yeah. uh, the dungeons in Zelda it's also Metal Gear well yeah of course yeah, yeah. but I mean I feel like I feel like it's a Zelda thing okay so I feel like every game takes something from Zelda good question uh, yeah speaking of speaking of Nintendo oh uh, what you got? 500 million dollar loss so mm. far this year or something like that 450 or something very I high it's crazy how we know Hundreds these things of millions of dollars lots of uh, lots of money lost a lot of shareholders unhappy uh the press conference oh. is coming not press conference actually e3. anti-press conference some kind of digital announcement at e3 and they'll probably do some uh, let's all gather around in the booth type thing kumbaya <gasps> we'll have a yoda moment <laughs> like in clone wars with <laughs> nintendo with all the with all the jedis just coming Maybe, together yeah, yeah? Like and that. they'll just meditate together oh, you, you should watch, watch clone wars you gotta watch clone wars we just Season reviewed six. that we've had a good week i guess yeah, that's part we, of it we've had yeah, a lot of cool lot shit of stuff, that we've yeah. taken a look at sure. anyways nintendo yeah. just announced um uh, a couple things going on. They have the uh, the Tamagotchi or Tamadachi uh, life thing, which like really has no. I have no interest in any. I'm of like, that. wait, what? Tamagotchi? Okay. Some kind of thing where you can't like have same sex marriages, and they're apologizing about that right now. So it's a big oh. deal right now. So they're they're not being inclusive. They're not being uh, you know of this time. And so Nintendo's actually responding to that. But the other big thing, and that's good, although they're not fixing that in the game, which is bad. They'll do it for the next iteration if they have a sequel. But the other big thing is that they've got these NFC toys that are out there, these uh, near-field communication-type toys, Mm -hmm. which are very much um, a a response, a call-in response to uh, the Disney Infinity figures and the... uh, Skylanders figures. What do you think about you Nintendo? You that wrong. It should be Skylanders before okay. Infinity. What do you think about little plastic Mario and little plastic Link uh, connecting to Nintendo games across 3DS and Wii U? Uh, I think that... Does it feel like I'm, a desperate reach? It feels for sure desperate, but I yeah. also feel like, well, they have these characters, so we might as well do something with it because these guys are doing something with it and they're making money. Skylanders makes bank. Yeah. Activision is making bank off of that. And so I don't, I don't think you should show your figures before you show your software. You know? I think you need to show Isn't that what Disney did? Uh yeah, but they That's what that's what the sell is for Disney. For Skylanders, they yeah. sold the game. Yeah, that's a good for point. Disney, they sold the characters. They sold the the figures. Okay, so yes, Disney did that. Yeah. Disney sold the figures. Mm-hmm. And they because Skylanders trained us. Okay. Yes. The challenge is with Nintendo mm-hmm. is we all want Mario Kart. It's going to sell some systems for yeah. sure. They've lowered so, you know sales expectations on the Wii U to uh-huh. kind of meet with uh, 
you know, concerns about what their fiscals are going to. I hate all of that bullshit. I just want them to sell lots of awesome stuff. Uh, and the Wii U is going to start to sell because the uh, uh, Mario Kart 8 is going to rock and uh-huh. Smash Brothers is going to rock. Um, we hope. Um, we haven't played them yet. But um, I like Smash Brothers. They're on the on the back foot right now. You know, like conceptually across the industry. Um, the news has been pretty bad for them. Yes. And I, I don't think that Nintendo should be saying, well, here are our toys too. They should say, here's our vision. Uh-huh. It includes figures. We've liked what some of our competitors have been doing with their family-friendly things. I but guess. here's where we're going. I know. I hate the whole panic button thing. And, yeah. I, and I hate that I feel like Nintendo's doing that. Because, I mean, look at... I don't want to use Sega as an example because... That didn't turn out very well. But, um, I mean, Square Enix, because I was really hating on Square Enix for a while there. Like, all their mobile games they are putting out, and yeah. they were just so bad. But I feel like now they're actually turning a page, and they, they produced that Hitman Go. Yeah. They published the Hitman Go game. Yeah. That, that's awesome. They've had an like, awesome first chunk of the year. The exactly. Tomb Raider. They just announced sales on Tomb Raider. Uh, they're doing really well now. Did well on PS4 and Xbox One. Exactly. So their, their sales have done a complete turnaround. Like, they're actually making bank, which is good for them. And so I was feeling really down in the dumps supposed Square Enix, but now they're just rising above it, which yeah. is what I feel like Nintendo can do as well. They have all the tools to rise above it. They don't need to hit the panic button. We don't need these little trinkets, but... Okay. Well, this ties into what I wanted to talk about, because oh. next week I'm going to be with Steve and Ben yeah. and Jose in Los Angeles getting a little taste of some stuff. I know. I'm so jealous to you get to see future. those guys. It's really fun. I, yeah. I can't wait. I know. Uh, and I can't wait to see those guys, but um, I'm going to be talking to them about predictions for E3 and some of the things that they are thinking they, that we might see or well, also it, hoping that we might see. Can you see. explain to people what that is? Like what a judge's week Well, is I'm not really week. supposed oh, to you talk can't. about it. No, oh. no, I'm not supposed Never to mind, talk sorry. about it. Yeah, but I'm, I'm away <gasps> doing some cool stuff. And okay. uh, yeah, I can't really get into it. So I'm embargoed to the hilt around every oh, damn okay. thing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I can just uh, imagine all the emails you've got yes, that you've had to sign and send yes, back. <laughs> yes. So I can't talk about what's happening, but oh, I will okay. be seeing a lot of people and I will be talking about E3 predictions. So okay. I want yours today. What do you want to see? Uh, what do you expect to see at E3 this year? Well, I really would like another game from Bethesda. <laughs> I would love that. I, I like, would love to see more Bethesda anything. But I mean, we haven't seen a Fallout in a while. And we haven't seen... Uh, and, like Bethesda-developed I mean, internal... Yes. Not Bethesda a... Elder not, Scrolls Online. No. Not a uh, no, because you know, I paying even... for development of something. No, no. You want them to... I want they're them tra- to, they're taught... Uh, uh, what's they, they what's make, his last name? I've totally... Um, why do you do this to me? I've lost you his pa- name. You I've, pass on your amnesia I've to me. I've got Todd McFarlane in my head, but it's not yeah, Todd McFarlane. Yeah, you do. It's not Todd McFarlane. I haven't McFarlane. talked to him in a little while. That's why. It's fine. Well, it'll... Josh, help Someone me. will write it down, um, I'm sure. Okay, so... No, but I feel like we... I could, I could use another Elder Scrolls something. Yes. But not online. It won't be Elder Scrolls. I know, but that I want won't be it. the next thing that they'll do. But I want they're, it. They're fully. I mean, they've just pushed back the uh, the console version of Elder Scrolls Online for another six months. So this year is Elder Scrolls Online. That's annoying. But to me. we may have a tease of Fallout Four. Fallout, yeah, Fallout. I think will be something. Um, a tease. A, a tease. What and what the blood up with the Last Guardian? <laughs> What's happening with that? Oh my God! I don't know. <laughs> Do you guys even remember the Last Guardian? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening with that? I want to. I want to see something. That'd be kind of cool. Um, I guess. 
uh, Xbox needs to really prove to, or Microsoft needs to really prove to gamers that they are here for gamers. I think that's a big thing because last time it just felt like they're really catering to people that were not gamers. Um, just the whole sports and television thing. Mm. Um, so I feel like they need to um, show us as in gamers that they love us a little bit more. Well, I think their E3 was pretty good for that, but I don't think they followed through with enough innovation in this launch corridor, you know, and like no. in this launch chunk. They've had a couple of interesting titles with Rise and, and uh, uh, Dead Rising was pretty damn great, Dead Rising 3. Yeah, and, but those are the three, Forza. and Forza, but those are the three things that were like, those are the games, that's yeah. fantastic, but they didn't really, I mean... I didn't. I haven't heard anything about these games in forever. And then I was Titanfall. still playing them. Yeah. And then Titanfall, yeah, yeah. of course, Titanfall. Um, so what do you want out cool. of Xbox? Uh, I want them to lower the price mm-hmm. of the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. I want them to get rid of that mother effing Kinect. <laughs> like it needs to go away immediately. So you immediately. want a four hundred dollar Kinectless Xbox <laughs> One? Yes. Okay. I feel I I feel like my privacy is really has really been invaded with this thing, and I really? don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Uh, I I feel a little I feel a little nervous with it around. I'm I I'm here on my own now, and I I just kind of <laughs> feel like this thing could be watching me. Stop at any looking point. at me. Yeah, I don't. I I feel like I need to turn this thing around, and it's hefty. It's so freaking huge. Why? Oh, maybe an Xbox One Slim. God, get it out. <laughs> I, I want. One. Let's do that. Let's do an Xbox One Slim. Right. I want to. I want to. I want a, a year smaller. Later? No. Well, it'd be nice. It'd be nice for a cheaper, smaller, Kinect-free uh, oh, Xbox man. One. Am I asking for too much? Wait, I don't know. You were just with uh, Insomniac. Yes. And you were just talking about Sunset Overdrive with oh, those guys. So great. And one of the things that you came back to me and said is that there will be no Kinect fun- functionality at all with the no. game, and they that was like a bullet point for them. I know. They, they were, were happy like happy to say. Uh, I mean, they said there wouldn't be, but then they said, well, maybe we'll have to develop something later because you never know what people are going to say or, or what the fan reaction is going to be. Okay. But I feel like that's going to be uh, a thing. I feel like developers don't want to make anything for Connect. Why would they? It's pretty interesting they- that like, if Connect goes, then so much of that story that they told us, and it was last February or... March, I can't remember. There was the the Sony thing in New York, and then there was the Microsoft um, thing in uh, in Redmond. Uh, mm-hmm. That Matrix was at, right? And so much of what they came up on stage with, with the always online, the DRM restrictions, the uh, using the cloud to do the the back end, uh, yep. uh, you, you know, interpolated uh, sort of bandwidth horsepower stuff on these games. Um, they've kind of stepped away from. There is an incredible amount of. Well, I, I don't mean to dismissive or derogatory towards the Xbox One because it's filled with incredible horsepower and capability, and you get a lot for your 500 bucks. But they've moved away so much from the message that they initially came out with from the launch, and no, that's not news to anybody. Yeah. But if the Connect goes, it feels like almost everything that they hyped when Matrix was there. And now that he's gone and he's running Zynga, they're backing so off that. from, uh, which is almost like saying that we don't, we don't, we didn't believe in what that guy was trying to sell you. Here's what the new vision for Xbox One is. Isn't that what happens though with big companies when people react so strongly I mean, that happens against in the something? TV industry all the time when somebody uh, 
uh, gets canned at the uh, at the programming executive level. Uh-huh. The next person that comes in cancels all the shows and brings yeah. in a whole bunch of new shows. That, of course, because it wasn't the their idea. Yeah, because they want to come up with something fresh. Because if the company tanks, it's on their shoulders. Yeah. So you might as well go down with the ship with something good, with something that you believe in, right. and not someone else's idea. Well, that, this will be fascinating to watch because they are, um, in some ways. They've got a bigger challenge ahead of them than Nintendo does because mm. they they've done well and they've exceeded you know maybe some of their fiscal expectations on sales on Xbox yeah. One, but the, the PlayStation story has been a better one and yep. and um, they've got to counter that and they have to come back and say you know all that momentum that Sony has can't stand up to this and this right. is what we're putting there nintendo right. because they've been beaten up for so long now they just have to kind of meet us halfway they got to yeah. come out and say here's Honestly, something you're, per- so, you're so right you know like anything that nintendo does right now we're like oh that's great yeah, nintendo like, look, that's awesome we brought back the game boy it's Thanks, 50 guys. bucks you know, like, honestly. Yeah, it's they, so true. They just like, have to come back. Nintendo's and, just like, the kid are like, oh, good for yeah. you. That's awesome. You you drew that yourself? It's <laughs> so sweet. Oh, it's so good. And we all want to play the Nintendo-made games. And they, of honestly, course. they've had, a like, a pretty solid year of first-party titles. Like, when, yeah. when when I jump into the Wii U and I play almost every game that Nintendo has released, or on the 3DS. I like it's Nintendo. Fun. I it's like Nintendo, fun. and I like the games that Nintendo puts out. Yeah. And, I, and I always have. So, I don't know... Okay, well, what do you want from Sony? What does Sony uh, have Well, to Sony, do? I feel like I need more games on my PS4. What up with that? Yeah. I need more games on my PS4. I don't know. I With Sony, I don't really have... A, I want them to fix that friggin' PlayStation whatever, that live cam horseshit. I want them to fix that. Oh, uh, what, what PlayStation no, live cam horseshit? No, the... Play, the um, what is that friggin' streaming thing called where you can go on... Oh, the... Uh, well, I mean... The playroom. I need them to fix the playroom. I need so something to be done about that. Be having sex yes well that's up to the people no. how can Sony fix some that kind of, I don't know every but camera like some kind of filter every camera that's streaming to the internet like what do you what do you have one like an I, hour I delay on I stuff? just don't like when shitty people are have are put up on a pedestal and glorified in some way and I feel like I see so many shitty people like doing shitty things and, and with kids in well, the room and it's so it's so I mean, awful you know to is? see it's it's a civilization that needs to be uh to grow up, you know, it's a new form of expression. It's this global, uh, you know, sort of, you know, town square that did we're I, all in. Did I tell you how I w- there was somebody that, like, a girl had posted, like, two girls in a bed. Like, that's yeah. what that's what the title is because you just post a title. Right. Right? And then so you click into it. I... Not did you click that into I it? Clicked into it. You did. Shit. Look at you. It's fine. See? I just because I wanted to prove my point. And this shit is yeah. whatever. Curi- whatever. Curiosity. I yeah, exactly. Okay, so what happened? So it was a mother and her daughter, and it was, but it was a little girl. She was like maybe two or three years old. And they were just sitting on a bed and they were reading, and it was gr- like, why would you, why would you loop someone in and try to pull someone in with right. that disgustingness? Like, why would you do that? Well, it's awful. I think what's happening is that the society is is free in that space, and mm-hmm. we aren't setting the rules yet. The rule, it's still new. We're like children with this blinky flashy toy I know. and then give us 10 years of like experimenting and coming up with cameras everywhere and us being sort of comfortable with streaming i mean we can't even 
get our stuff together for our three o'clock start time every single time we roll <laughs> on one of these things because it's all so new, right? Like we're still yeah. figuring out what what the parameters are. And this is the first time Sony's ever had any kind of streaming thing like this ever, you know? And it's, yeah. uh, give it a little time. I think give it a, give it three or four years and people will start to, well, that's to my only... not censor themselves, but be more, they'll, they'll understand that their digital representation of the people that they are is as, as valid as their physical one. And they can't, yeah. you can't be a douchebag in either realm, you know? People yeah. will start to understand that. I just want people to know that when you put yourself out there like that, yeah. Gonna be bad repercussions it's, later in life. Well, it's you, right? It's you. It, like the the digital version, whether you put a, a, a think about, an avatar like, or a fake name. Your employers and your like. You, think about yeah. your life that you're leading, and, like totally. the kids that you're gonna. Why you have kids in the room that are seeing you do this? Don't 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 well, do that kind of stuff, man. The good thing is, though, the good element of this kind of sharing all of this stuff digitally and and cameras everywhere and all that stuff is that yeah. we realize that we're not all that different and that we're all you know all have value we all have power we're all worth it we we share a lot of the same worries yeah. and concerns and ambitions and and uh we're humans you know yeah, and no, and it de demystifies a lot of these uh, you know these these wrongs that we feel about each other you know like yeah. It is bringing the world closer together we just need to be It's true I do feel closer with sides. the scumbags yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure there are wonderful people that are streaming as well. well at, I've just only seen the assholes so far. Yeah, well, look at, I mean, the, these huge social changes that are happening because of the internet, though. Look yeah. at these huge so social discussions. And sometimes, I mean, I've I read uh, a Facebook post, a uh, comment from a, a viewer of the last couple of fixed basements that uh -huh. didn't like us talking about the fact that there weren't uh, a lot of women in the in the Star Wars uh, oh, sequel yeah. in episode 7 that yeah. you know and I can understand the exhaustion about talking about social uh, aspects in every aspect of, of geek media out yeah. there and it seems to be this thing that keeps bubbling up I understand that but because we can and because these discussions are starting to happen yeah we're also becoming more sensitive and more attuned to you know each person's value in this world too you it's know? true yeah i know i do i feel like uh when i bring up the whole women in video games thing i feel like people are exhausted like they just don't want to hear it anymore yeah and i do get that you get yeah. that feeling all the time but there was just we were just talking about this there is a new survey literally now it's 50 percent of gamers are women right so let's let's cater to everyone now it's yeah. not just a boys club it's for everyone absolutely absolutely any other I, questions my man we uh, went 39 minutes without talking about Batman, so Whoa. here we go. Ken S is asking about what do you think about Wait, Gotham? Gotham, yeah. There we go. The, uh, oh, the, uh, the, the trailer. Whole, yeah, yeah, how it's all blown, uh, blown out. I'm excited about it. I think it looks pretty cool. Uh, Donald Logue is the name to be psyched about. He's a character actor. He's the guy... Did anybody see Blade? Did you see Blade, the first Blade with Wesley Snipes? Yeah. God, that's an amazing movie. <laughs> Such a great movie. Okay. And Donnell Logue was uh, Frost, Deacon Frost's sort of henchman guy. Stephen okay. Dwarf played Deacon Frost. You okay. wonder why I've forgotten so many names? Is because I remember so many names, okay? But uh, Donnell Logue was uh, amazing as this guy. This uh, He was almost like Otis from the Superman the movie. He just kept getting cut up and hacked and... That's where he first really registered for me. And then if you look at old X-Files episodes, he had a recurring role on old X-Files. Okay. Uh, he's in the Viking show that um, yes. was very successful. Mm -hmm. He just had a really great recurring role Good on that. Show. 
And now he's playing Detective Harvey Bullock in Gotham. And as cool as Ben McKenzie is as a casting choice for uh, uh, Commissioner Gordon, mm-hmm. I have two, two Ben McKenzie stories oh. also as well. But uh, uh, Donnell Logue as Bullock is awesome. And that's something to be excited. He's an incredible actor. He's yeah. going to be fully committed. Uh, the showrunner has done some pretty impressive work in the past as well. Right. They have true. to be uh, cognizant of the comparisons to the Nolan stuff. The only thing yeah, out of the trailer, the kid thing. I don't like Selena Kyle wearing Catwoman getup stuff as a kid. I don't like the. No, they shouldn't. No, no, I, they should not have any kind of Catwoman anything for. That's I, not that that I, character it's not is cool. No, that she's a sexualized no young that's girl. Not okay. That's not cool. No, you know. Young girls can. Lo- young girls can dress up as little kitties, and that's fine. That's fine. But that is a, that is a hypersexualized character. And it's yeah, it's the wrong thing to present in your trailer. Maybe that's something that pops up in the in the uh, show as we go along. And I do like seeing a young Bruce Wayne. I like seeing a young Penguin. The only yeah. thing that makes me uncomfortable is watching that young Selena Kyle pop up on the, you know, and she's going to be a cat burglar in this skin tight outfit as a as a young. Girl, it's not okay. Not okay. Uh, but uh, the the broodiness, the darkness of Gotham, the fact that it's tied around the murder of Bruce Wayne's parents. Yes, yes that is the origin of the city. That is the Brilliant. crystallizing moment of why this city yeah. is so important in fiction. And you want to get to know the city. Because I, I never read the comic book, so I don't know the city of Gotham as right. well as I feel like I should or should have been getting to know the city as I've been watching all these Batman movies growing yep. up. Because you only get to know Batman, you get to know Wayne Manor, and that's it. Yep. So it's nice. I'm, I'm excited to actually get and walk around with the people of Gotham. Yeah. That'll be good. Because you don't really see that many people walking around in any kind of Batman movie or, or even Batman Arkham Origins. No, it's all it's all, you know, by nature it has to be all associated with uh, with Bruce Wayne and Batman yeah, and that character. And what his, are your his What are your Ben McKenzie stories? Uh, I met him twice. I met him at at Sundance once, uh-huh. and he was the only celebrity that didn't let us interview him. What? And he gave us uh, attitude about it. <gasps> no. And, yeah, and so it was like, what? We just want to talk to you about Guess what, uh, Ben McKenzie. I hate you. Now. What it was really. You know, and what he was—he was in one of those. Uh, I can't—I can't remember. He's the, the show. OC. Maybe he read that on me too. He was Maybe on I the... just because I asked him and I said, "We just want to put you into our show." And yeah. you know, are you a gamer? And he said, "Yeah, I play video games." Do you oh, want to talk about any of the games that you're into? No. He was the only one that did that. Oh God, that's I, not but cool. But maybe he read that I didn't dig the OC or I didn't know him or I wasn't like... Well, he was also in Southland too, right? Is that that what it is? That was before all of that stuff. I didn't Um, really know him. But then I met him again at Uh Comic-Con and I interviewed him as the new Batman because he played Batman in one of the animated things. Yes. And he was cool. And he was super... You know, I think what happened is that you... And, you know, this is probably what kind of happens with these young actors, right? They get this... I'm thinking back to Richard Grieco because I knew him. Too. I met him too. Oh my God. You guys don't even probably remember who that guy is. I like these is. true Hollywood stories. Oh man. That's so crazy. And I hate the gossipy <gasps> shit. But uh, Okay. But can you promise me something? Yeah. Because you're going to see Ben Silverman next yes. week. Yes. Yeah. So uh, when you do, because you're going to do a basement with them. Of course. Uh, can you please get Ben Silverman to tell some of his true Hollywood stories? Because uh, he knows they everybody. are just, he knows everybody yes. and just. <laughs> They're so entertaining. I, has he done the Gary Coleman story on our show? I don't know. I don't think so. He's got a great Gary Coleman story. He's got a great everyone story. Well, anyways, I think what happens with these these 
actors when they're really young and they get this celebrity cannon shot yeah is they their head just goes and they think that they're so precious and yep. valuable well that's and what happened then, to me so <laughs> and then they work for a couple of years and they see older actors and yep. they see how people treat each other and they see that it's you know it takes an army to build anything yep. anything honestly like even if you're I know. off you know brian provinciano and you're off just cranking away on a game by yourself forever eventually you're going to need a whole bunch of people to give a shit to yeah. help get your baby out into the world. I know. And I think that's what so happened. You, so are you happy that he's cast as he's um, solid. young rookie Gordon? Yeah, he's solid. He's okay. a solid uh, performer. He's serious. He's committed. Uh, and he impressed me that, that second time. He had definitely lost a little of the douchebaggery that I had okay, seen cool. the very so first time. Okay, cool. So when I meet Aaron Eckhart again, I'll like him. Yes. Is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I mean, it's you can't judge these people on one No, the thing one either. meeting, no. They, you know, they you have their know. own pressures. And it's true. I'm sure Aaron Eckhart had seen I, Frankenstein and <laughs> I know. was griefing on that. It's okay. You know what? Everybody needs to have those stories. Yeah. So I... But Richard Grieco, can I tell you oh, that? Oh, yeah. Let's hear Richard All right. Okay, so uh, 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 Vancouver's a big production town. Yeah. Okay. I was actually an extra on uh, 21 Jump Street back in the day, you know, oh and I met Johnny Depp when he was shooting all of that stuff and uh, my brother used to throw these big parties in the city and he threw a party and, and Grieco had been cast as Booker in 21 Jump Street and he got his own spin-off show and everything and uh, and uh, I, I was in the bathroom and I think I was taking a leak and it was just a single toilet bathroom okay. he comes in and he waits for me to finish and I'm like, okay, I'm finishing. Dude's yeah. in the thing, okay. Yeah. And then I wash my hands, uh-huh. and uh, and we exchanged something like, hey, how's it? like we said hello, and he said hello, and I said, okay. do you know my brother? And he said, yeah, I know your brother. And I said, do I, what are you what are you working on now, man? Yeah. And he just laid out like, I got the lead in the new uh, in Jump Street, and they're gonna make my own show. And he's just like giving me his thing, and he's gave me so much attitude like I'm supposed to know like, who this guy yeah. is and I'm supposed to know his whole backstory yeah. and it, I just couldn't believe it it was the worst feeling ever like oh my God. just a total scumbag like I'm supposed to yeah. know and I wished him well I they said oh, c- congratulations man that's great he just was like Pfft. and he turned away and he just gave me one of those things I was like what an asshole <laughs> and I was yeah, I was don't. a kid I was an up and coming actor with dreams and hopes that yeah. one day I would get a role that you know and I, I just wanted to show him that I supported that he had got a little break there, you know, and I wanted to give him the old, like, good yeah. job, dude. And yeah. He, and he brushed me off. No, like you're not supposed to. Well, I, I just. was gum on his shoe. No, you just learned you're not supposed to really approach celebrities in the bathroom. That's a private time. No, he approached me. I was uh, in the bathroom. That was also weird about all of that. Oh, he came up to you. Yeah. He, so he if we could start the, uh, the hashtag what? FU Richard Grieco, that would be awesome. <laughs> well, no, I met, um, uh, what's her face? Shoot. Um, the main girl in Wayne's World. Um, mm. No idea. Sassy. Come on. Damn! What? No, don't know. Wayne's Come World. Come on, she was uh, Nikita, not Nikita. Um, uh, just forget it, everybody. Sorry. <laughs> Names them hard on the spot. Sometimes you can't Taya remember something. all of this stuff. Oh, Taya Leone? No, no not Taya Leone. Uh, I know who you're talking about. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, she had She's... that Fortune Hunter show for a while too, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. What I, is her name? I forget. Forget yeah. it. Carrera. Thank Tia you, Carrera. Tia Carrera. That's right. I awesome. met her. Well, she, yeah, I met her in the bathroom at Fan Expo the other a couple years ago, and she was. I'm like, oh, 
and I was excited to see her and she kind of like, oh, like, don't approach me kind of thing. Yeah. But then I asked her if she had a tampon and she did and then we became friends. Whoa! Yeah! We became Whoa. friends over tampon sharing. Oh, man. I know. This reminds me of Scott Jones. <laughs> no, never what? used to have discussions. Um, well, you guys don't have tampon, tampon discussions, but I mean, that we all know what tampons are and why girls need them. Yeah, that's so true. Let's just relax. That's true. So it's let's, fine. Let's, is... uh, let's appeal to a wider we audience both, yeah. right here, right? We, of course. We, yeah. We needed, it's fine. Crazy. Whatever. Never, I won't make it. Never, never <laughs> knew that. He's getting comfortable. Vic's face bit that would be. <laughs> Tampon, tampon talk. A tampon story. Okay, wait, Josh has a question. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Transition. But you know while, uh, no, while Josh is looking for a question, can you do your toy break really quickly here? Yeah, um, toy break. I, well, or you, you want to show your poster, poster break? Yeah, I got a poster break, but uh, can every, I don't know if everybody can see that. I guess I'll have to. Well, he Instagrammed I, it. It's a Star Wars. I did Instagram a little bit. I guess you have to follow me on Batwing on Instagram. Shout out. Um, but yeah, we did a little redeco in here. So this is all this is all new. We wanted to project a little bit of uh, background here. So we have the logo for people just listening to us on the audio. Mm -hmm. And uh, the uh, the two handmade. These are the coolest. Yeah, you definitely showed those off on a. Yeah, these are the handmade, hand stitched Batman um, heroes and villains mm -hmm. that Scott gave me as mm -hmm. a present. Love you, Scott. Miss mm -hmm. you, buddy. He'll be back soon. Uh, and then I got that Star Wars poster from a friend at Fan Expo from 1977. It actually came with uh, uh, some uh, inserts and stuff rolled up in the tube. It had been in a tube for f almost 40 years. Crazy. Unbelievable. And I, uh, I rolled it out and put it into uh, an expensive frame and it's up on the wall and it looks incredible. It does look expensive. Uh, I guess I do have one toy though. I'm going to get oh, it once. Oh, okay. Time. Josh, you want to? Okay. Okay, talk, talk about, you... uh, go ahead and talk about me because you have the mic. Oh, you don't talk about tampons? All uh, right, sure, if you want. Okay. Uh, so I have... Oh, uh, this is... I uh, also Instagram this. I have... Uh, I... Oh. <laughs> he had a Lego. That was the sound of Lego dropping, if toy, anyone wanted to know. Toy break fail. Uh, he's got Spider-Man, Doc Ock, yeah. and he's got... got yeah, he's got Spider-Man, Spider and he's got and Doc Ock. And a pen. Ock. Look at how cool And a is. pen. You can't really see. Oh, yeah, nope. Put the pen now. He also... Right. He also... You can't really is. see because it's in the shot, or can you see? Look at how awesome it is. That is a cool Lego. See, look at this. Effects just like the movie right here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's he's panning the Spider-Man back. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, that's enough. Okay, let's come sit down now. Right, Josh okay. has a question. I, I have the question now. All right, Sorry. Okay. Our buddy Brian asks. <laughs> I'm coming to save you. Uh, all right. <laughs> what current 16-bit indie game would you give Mario World on the or what would give Mario World on the NES a run for its money? If it was Current 16-bit? Yeah. It's like an indie game that's 16-bit. Oh, man. Good question, because the answer is none, I think. Right? I think the, uh, the answer is um, six, uh, Super Mario World had all of the innovation on its side. Yeah, because everything is borrowing now from yeah. Mario, and everything has been borrowing from Mario. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think... We see good games that lift from that space, you know. Um, I think Bastion was pretty damn cool. Uh, uh, and I think Transistor looks pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, and I like that, that uh, Mercenary game from uh, Tribute. I think that's going to be pretty cool. I've got my Doc Ock right here. But, you know, this is what I wanted to say about, and I'll probably say it again next week about uh, E3. I don't 
really want to give a shit about indie games at E3. And I love indie games, and I love indie game developers. But what about the indie arcade? I, I don't really want to go to E3 to hear about indie games. So Victor Lucas is not going to be covering anything at the Indie Arcade. No, listen. At E3. I guess I, I'll be doing it. I yeah, I think it's great that that stuff is coming, and I, they need a platform, and they need as much exposure as we possibly can. But the mm -hmm. industry needs the pageantry and the circus and the and the promotional wow of AAA desperately. It yeah. needs to look unique from mobile free-to-play stuff and Fine. indie games even if they have a price tag on them, don't look distinct enough from what people can play for free that's yeah. junk, it's you true. know, like visually. So especially for us in our medium mm -hmm. and television, when we're putting up these these pieces, like we'll talk about them in our reviews and there are a bunch of great iOS games of like course. Wayward Souls and Monument Valley and uh, uh, Republic. Uh, all of that stuff is cool, but when you're we're like we're doing a cross swatch, uh, you know, a, a pass through all of the cool things that we saw at E3. Mm -hmm. Certainly, indie games excite us uh, as individuals for sure. Yeah. But you, to to you know the 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 person that doesn't have time to go into the minutia of games, and we talk to those people all the time through our shows. Mm -hmm. One of these little 2D side-scrolling things is going to look very much like any other 2D side-scrolling thing. It's true. You want the big bang. You want the big bang. You want you the watchdogs. You want the... Um, yeah, we're going to see... I mean, we'll see more Sunset Overdrive, too. We'll see Sunset Overdrive. We're going to see uh, Arkham Knight. I think Knight. we'll see uh, another Gears of War. No. Oh. I think, it'll be, I think it'll be too soon. I think maybe we'll get like a title screen. We'll come gears and a chainsaw or something like that. There you go. There's a little There's the prediction. teaser. Of the All right. So you're, uh, you're going, oh, wait, you're not going to be here next week, but you're going to be doing a Vic's Basement with Steve Tilly and Yes, ben and Silverman. Silverman. Yep. That'll be cool. Still to be scheduled, but that's oh, right. my dream. This is our production meeting. Yep. We're that you're our, taking part our, of right on now. On our production meeting. So uh, you can look forward to that next week. That's exciting. And I will, I'll try to hold down the fort here without you yes yeah and they'll do an awesome job oh. what's the name of the um ubisoft game the uh uh the people are going to tell me uh, tell Princess us on, Aurora? no it's coming it, it's the tactical shooter tom clancy rpg persistent oh shoot i just got the an email about division this today. The, is it the the division the division yeah. yeah that's what i can't wait to see again Okay. And I, I don't know if that's going to be able to be launched this year or not. Because what they showed us last year was so impressive. Was so cool. You just is just cranking out the good ones. Yeah. I mean, and that's what we need. We need that from yeah. everybody. We need Sony to... So, yeah, Ubisoft's press conference is going to be awesome. And EA. EA just announced huge, huge numbers. And yep. Titanfall exceeded expectations. And, it's uh, going to be great. And they're going to show us I Battlefront. Loved, like, they blew me out of the water with Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. Yeah. Loved that game. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited to listen to what you have to say next week. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. I mean, like, I love indie games. I don't want that to be, you know, misquoted or misconstrued or, yeah. or taken out of context. I love indie games, but I don't think E3 is the indie game show. I think PAX is the indie game show. Uh, I, you know, I think... You're right. It, yeah, you're you, right. You have an auxiliary sort of component to E3 to say, and also indie games are great too. Yeah. But so much of what PlayStation did last year... Probably because development on PS4 was so scrambly, like it always mm -hmm. is yeah. when we transition, was highlight all of this indie love and gave For them sure. all lots of time, which was very um, I generous. It was very nice. Yes. yes. But not exciting enough. Nope. You know? I get it. I totally get where you're at. 
right? We uh, need to go now. Yes, we need to call it quits. It's, it's I got time my to. Per, my production you did? Notes. Okay, good. I feel like Josh week. has another. One more what question. Are you, what are you doing, Josh? I don't know. You're good? You were okay? Thanks, we're everybody. Uh, okay. Yeah, we're good. Sorry. <laughs> the fumble with the mic. I just didn't want to ask. Like, because you were looking and then you put it down. I wasn't sure if you're giving me a look or not, but I feel like. Uh, oh, everybody. Oh, oh, no, no. One what? thing. The reviews on the run, uh, top 100. Oh, yeah. Uh, we just had the show this week, The Forgotten Picks, and we yes. got to hear from everybody. I love that. Yes, it was a, a great episode to watch, mm-hmm. and we couldn't obviously get to everything. And there's, you know, lots of people still arguing and, and, uh, and suggesting things. You know, keep them coming. But I love that. Keep it coming, yeah. Keep them coming. We got some, uh, why is there no Ultima Love in our top 100 uh, uh, today? Um, and, you know, quite frankly, if any of that stuff was missed, it, it was, it, it, there's a personal kind of investment in the stuff that we put together here. You know, we got to that list by carving through the middle point of Scott's, mine, Rob Koval's, and Ryan, who who's, was working with us at the time. He's not with us now. Uh, we had some roundtable discussions. We threw it around the office a little bit, but... We had to make some tough calls, yeah. and we didn't play and didn't love every single thing that came down the pipe as a, a collective. But one of the things, and I didn't get to say this in the show because I just really I just thought of it this this week that we didn't uh, hit on in the top 100, and I think it was a really big missed thing. And if uh, Kyle Chouinard asked us today, if, if you know what, Mr. Precision, yeah, well. Now that I've heard all of this stuff, what would I change? Or are there other things? Yeah. And nobody brought this up either in the Forgotten Picks because I think it's one to overlook on a okay. consistent thing. You know what, what is it is. it? Lego Star Wars. I think it changed oh, our business. Yeah. I think it changed our industry. Yeah. And you know, like TT Games has been incredibly consistent. It's true. But that's also been a negative about them. That's also been a derogatory thing about the the franchise is that oh too much Lego. There's too many of these titles, yeah. but Lego Star Wars was phenomenal. It mm-hmm. was, it should not have been the success that it was. And in fact, LucasArts didn't even publish that first one. They they gave it away. They gave it to IDOS. Fools. IDOS. What? Uh, so what number? Where would you put Lego Star Wars then? I don't know. I mean, it's probably in in the forties uh, or something. Yeah, in the forties or fifties. But it's okay. an important game. Because one of the things that it did, apart from being appealing to everybody uh-huh. and getting parents and kids and stuff to play together, is that they handled licensed properties in a way that was intelligent mm-hmm. and um, fun for the license lovers, the stakeholders, the emotional stakeholders and all this stuff. And they followed the storylines, you know? So yeah. th- this was one of those types, this franchise disproved yeah. this thought that you can't be following the exact story that you saw in the movie and I still know. have a good time. Yes, you, you can. can do that. Yeah, and, and they did that. Have a good time. And they've done it over and over and over. It doesn't matter if the story story is spoiled. It's okay. So, we get it. And let, watch Clone Wars, everybody. And oh yes, oh go God. to Netflix and watch Clone Wars. Yes, yes. Especially season six. My God, so good. We're ending on Star Wars. Star Wars. It's all good. Yeah. Star, Star Wars. Wars. I got choked up watching the the Star Wars. The Clone <laughs> Wars. Incredible stuff. Yoda. But yeah, it's time to go. It's time. It's time for uh, me to head okay, down well, to LA. Okay. Well, safe travels bit. and um, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Yes. This weekend. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Hi, beautiful wife. Aww. Yes. Thanks for watching, everybody. Stitcher. Thank you for listening. We are on Stitcher, and uh, we love all of you audio uh, listeners out there. We're getting yes. better at being more descriptive. We're trying.